Hey, podcast listeners. Thanks for joining us for the All Saints Lutheran Sermon Series of Podcasts. We're so delighted that you've landed on this page, and we ask that you contextualize yourself by reading the descriptor. Enjoy, and let us know what you think. As some of you might know, I'm a Saturday night sermon writer. <laughs> it's really, truly the best way to, for me to write a sermon is under that anxiety of waking up on Sunday and not having anything to say. <laughs> Though usually throughout the week, I have time to kind of process and have some ideas percolating. This week... Nothing percolated. (laughs) I have a sermon, I promise. But this is one of those weeks where I made the bulletin and put together the hymns and the readings and had no idea what I was going to say until last night. So this sermon is going to be on pride. As in LGBTQIA plus pride, as in June is pride month, and this is going to be a queer sermon. And that's going to be my content warning up front. But first, a note on translation. In Romans chapter 5, we get this great summary of our faith in Christ. That, therefore, since we have been made right in God's sight by faith, we have peace with God because of what Jesus Christ our Lord has done for us. Because of our faith, Christ has brought us into this place deserved privilege where we now stand and we confidently and joyfully look forward to sharing God's glory. Now, you may have noticed that I used a different translation this time than what Christy read. Maybe you didn't. That's okay, too. That last line in the NRSV, the version that Christy read, says we boast in our hope of sharing the glory of God. This word that's used here, boast, or in this case, confidently and joyfully look. I'm going to butcher the Greek, but it's kavhaomai, I think. It can be translated as to boast in, or to glory in, or to rejoice in. All of these are fine translations. So the NLT, which is the translation I just read uses that last option. And it continues on with, we can rejoice too when we run into problems and trials, for we know that they help us develop endurance, and endurance develops strength of character, and strength of character strengthens our confidence in the hope of salvation, and this hope will not lead to disappointment, for we know how dearly God loves us, because God has given us the Holy Spirit to fill our hearts with God's love. Great lines, right? But I got stuck on something this week. We can rejoice in our sufferings. I've struggled with that line for a long time this week. Because I don't want us to feel that temptation to romanticize our sufferings or the sufferings of others. And this sounds like it could lead to that. Because we all know the phrase, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. But it also causes a lot of damage and hurt. And there's a whole lot of sayings that go along these same lines. You know, the 
same boiling water that softens a potato hardens an egg, or pressure can burst a pipe or make a diamond. But motivational posters aside, let's not pretend that suffering is a good thing. But also, we do stand in front of a symbol of suffering every Sunday and rejoice. The cross that is in front of us every Sunday, a symbol of the suffering that Jesus endured under the hands of the state and the elite. And we rejoice in the shadow of this cross every week. But Vicar Erica, I know you're thinking. You said this was a pride sermon. Where's the queer stuff? (laughs) I know you're thinking it. It's fine. I want to read a tweet that I've seen floating around social media this month. It's by a queer person named John, and that's all I know about them. I only know them from this one tweet. They say, I don't think straight people understand that queer people celebrating pride in the U.S. this year are up against a growing crowd whose response is, we will kill you. Pride might be a party to you or a festival or whatever, but for queer people, it's celebrating life in the face of death. And in a following tweet, they say, I'll add that pride has a long history of being precisely this kind of celebration through the queer liberation movement, through the AIDS crisis, and it will persist now too. As someone who runs in both queer and Christian circles, I've been asked many times questions about pride. About, isn't pride a sin? Or, why do they, why do you need to celebrate like that? Or, what about my pride? And I've had other answers in the past. But this year, it hits different. In the midst of legislation that actively attacks trans youth and trans parents, and attacks the teachers and doctors who are supporting them. In the midst of increased violence among queer people, especially trans people, especially, especially trans women of color. In the midst of drag queens being forced out of public spaces, of books with queer characters being banned from libraries. In the midst of all of this, Pride Month is feeling different this year. It's not just a celebration of embracing one's identity, of learning, of knowing oneself, of being in community. It is a celebration of life in the face of death. Rejoicing in the midst of suffering. For we know that suffering helps us to develop endurance, and endurance develops the strength of character, and character strengthens our confident hope of salvation, and this hope will not lead to disappointment, for we know how dearly God loves us, because God has given us the Holy Spirit to fill our hearts with God's love. The roots of our Christian faith come from the suffering of our Savior. Jesus died on the cross, which made it possible for Jesus to crush the grasp that death has on us, restoring us to eternal life with God. It's a celebration of love. It's a celebration of life in the face of death. 
I've also been asked countless times how it's possible to be queer and Christian. And I'm sure that I've answered dozens of ways. But it's all about love. Our Christian faith, understanding a queer identity in oneself, it's all about love. Discovering an identity, Christian or queer, where you are fully embraced in love, about working towards a life beyond fear. And it's a celebration of life in the face of death. And for this, we can say, thanks be to God.